Dragging in the driveway, you know I did. When I shoot my shot, it's the whole byway, it's going in. Me and little sicko sitting sideways, breaking tense. Used to be an antisocial nigga, now I'm making friends. I just got a mansion out in Turks, and it's a beachfront. And she bringing four friends, I know I hit at least one. Got a mom tainted by the pool, and they greased up. Police in my city, man, I keep their pockets greased up. Me and Capo trying to leave our market piece to Easter. Ain't nobody making too much money out the beach. Stuff. But I be for rapper cause I'm never with the sweet stuff Shawty came from Mexico, she know she got the sweet stuff Hey, niggas ain't got respect, niggas just got they suck I put that top left, I love my Cody to death Hype Williams, Lil X, if you don't say it direct, give a fuck Breaks out in my jeans and they rich Peace, love, and light, welcome to another installment in the 30 Talk I am your host, him not them as always, gotta give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Drake, Pain, 1993. How's the family doing today? We are here. Greetings and salutations. It's got to be deep, excuse me, this has to be at least day 50 something or so of the lockdown quarantine. Hope everybody is remaining mentally sane during this social distancing. Some people will attribute this social distancing to isolation and the fact that they cannot communicate or be in contact with individuals has begun to take a toll on people's mental, mental health. And I just want to remind the family that it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. We are all experiencing something new, something that we haven't endured before or even, uh, I'm not going to say attempted, but expected. Excuse me. And I just want to make sure that we understand that as long as we have belief in ourselves and faith in our higher power, we can overcome anything. And to start this installment, I want to take a few steps back, look at a couple old notes that I have to help not only me, but anyone who is in search for answers for their own personal truth on how they can discover that. When I was watching the Wu-Tang show that was out on Hulu towards the end of 19 going into 2020, excuse me, I was introduced to the Supreme Mathematics. And for the individuals who are not familiar with Supreme Mathematics, this is the doctrine used by individuals who practice um, the nations, the 5% nation and the nations of gods and earths. It's a religious sect. And I really was fond of this religious sect because it was teaching the power of self and how the melanated man and woman are the original people of this planet and the power that comes from that. And I, I felt empowered not only to learn from it, but to dive a little bit deeper into this in those studies, because it's a lot of information that we are looking for that is not presented in mainstream media, especially the type of information that we could use that can help us move forward in our growth, move forward in our progress and help us manifest whatever we are looking to manifest in the near future. So when I'm looking at these notes, it's just a few that I want to read off to the family that even if you don't necessarily practice this quote unquote religion, the idea that this information can be used in any aspect of life. 
And I don't want us to get so locked in into one doctrine or in one aspect of life where we can't learn and grow from others just because of a disagreement of one or two facts or one or two statements. So the first note I want to read is build or destroy. All right. There's a list of probably 10 or 11 mathematics facts that can be. I don't want to be that can be incorporated into everyday life, I should say. And the first one I want to start with is build or destroy. Build or destroy to add on to a life. I'm sorry to add on to a life of positive creation or education. That is to build. To destroy means to take what is untrue and add light to it. So with this opportunity that we have in 2020, let's look at what we are presented. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of aspects in our lives right now that are coming into question. We're questioning what is real, what is life, what is true, what is false. We have to destroy anything that is untrue and add light to it. So then that way we can have a better understanding of what we're being presented. And then once we shed light on what the negatives are, we have to build on the positives so we can have what is called an even kill. A lot of times we can say all the, all the topics and all the things that we don't like in life and not necessarily focus on the aspects that are good, the positive aspects, the part of life that we can use as an educational tool and not as a downfall. You get what I'm saying? And I think it's important for us to realize that because 2020 has shown its ugly face, its true colors, and is exposing individuals that we once looked at for guidance, for understanding. And they've shown that they are just as human as the rest of us, that they don't know as much as they don't know as much to what is going on as they portrayed to be. That's why the power of self and the power that you have within you is more important than the energy that you try to find in someone else. Only in the sense when we're talking about gaining and understanding knowledge. Okay. Because when we keep moving forward, we'll realize that what's keeping us back isn't, doesn't have such a strong hold on us as we thought it did. Excuse me. Referring back to the Supreme Mathematics, we're going to talk about equality. Equality to be equal in all true aspects in life. The opposition is presenting a lot of dismay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? They're portraying the information as if it's one-sided or 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 that it's lopsided. We have to try to find balance and equality in all parts of our lives. From our social life to our personal life to our work life to our family to our friends. There has to be some level of equality in all aspects. So then that way we're not just relying too much on one more than the other. And then we find ourselves straining or we find ourselves complaining because it's not working out the way that we want it to. And I think with the news that has been with the news that has been shared lately, as far as with the killing of the individual that was going jogging, I believe his name was Ahmad Aubrey. When the news came out that he was shot, we was in an uproar, you understand? And we was like, damn, you know, this is just another indication of what this corporation is capable of doing. 
But what we didn't put it into what we didn't put into consideration is how are we going to try to prevent this from happening moving forward? It takes a level of understanding of where we are to know more about what we are experiencing. Okay, we have to know what we are looking at, what we are expecting, what we're being shown before we can make any type of decision. Excuse me. And I think it's difficult for us to do that if we're not equal, if we're not equally yoked, if we're not balanced, if we continue to see ourselves um, overreacting when we should just take time to respond. And if we don't have equality in our lives, we won't understand that. If we don't look to build on our positives and shine light on our negatives, we won't be able to move forward either. And this is just a brief introduction into what we're going to speak on tonight and how we're going to try to best use this information to manifest exactly what we are looking for. On the other side of this break, we're going to continue this conversation. Yes, family, that was Pretty Little Weapon, Leon Thomas III. I believe that was off his Genesis project. Check it out. Before we went into the break, family, we were talking about supreme mathematics. And we were talking about building on the positive aspects in life, shedding light on the negative aspects, and finding equality and some type of balance in our life. Moving forward to this part of the conversation, we're going to talk about the things that won't change in life. And we, I feel as though we've had this conversation before, but I wanted to revisit this because I think with how 2020 is shaping out, it can become alarmingly difficult for us to see the positives. And if we don't understand that even with this, what we are experiencing there are certain parts and aspects of life that just won't change. Even with the coronavirus, even with the killing of unarmed, uh, melanated individuals, with the corporation that we live in, the government that we are under, you understand? Even with all that being said, there are parts of our lives that we can control and there's parts of our lives that won't change regardless of what's going on around us. So it's a few things I just want to touch on. In regards to that, one thing that won't change your life is you're always going to be accountable to someone. Even if you're not necessarily a parent, you're still accountable for someone. Your parents, your family members, your close friends. Excuse me. Your actions are a reflection of the people around you, regardless if you want to believe it or not. We are held, we are held accountable for our actions, regardless if we believe it or not. So it's important for us to take into consideration how we move in life because just we have to take into consideration how we move in life. If we don't have 
quote unquote, a child or someone to be responsible for doesn't mean that we're not accountable for anyone. We never know who looks up to us. We never know who draws inspiration from us. So we're accountable for those people's or those persons feelings, regardless if we don't know them directly or indirectly, regardless if we know them directly or indirectly. Excuse me. And I have to put that in consideration for me with me being an educator. Even if I say, oh, well, I'm not that child's parent, they don't have to always look to me for guidance. Maybe they don't want to look to their parents, you know, and then and that and that can be because of their home experience. And they look at me as a positive outlook. I can't shut away from my responsibilities because I don't feel accountable for that person or that child because they're not my biological child. So take that in consideration for the individuals who are guiding the youth who are raising children who are not necessarily theirs, who are not necessarily theirs, you're accountable for that individual. Another thing that won't change in life is holding that grudge will never give you the effect that you were hoping for. You get what I'm saying? Grudges carry weight. They can be overbearing. They can become draining. Because I want this person to know how I feel but I don't have the courage to bring it up. So I'm going to hold a grudge. And every time I'm around them, I'm going to throw shade. I'm going to have an attitude. I'm going to feel some type of way when I'm around them. So they know I'm still holding the grudge from what they did to me. Nine times out of ten, when we're holding that grudge, the person that we're holding the grudge against, the grudge against, don't give two shits. <laughs> they don't. That's why we're the one carrying the weight. We're carrying the burden. burden and that person is going on with their lovely lives. And I think if we take anything into consideration about 2020 thus far, holding the grudge ain't going to get us nowhere. We need to shed that, get rid of that access weight, just like Erica Badu said with, in Bag Lady. We got to get rid of those bags <laughs> and we got to move forward with our lives. Moving to my next point, yesterday is over. <laughs> Whatever we did yesterday, that's in the past. We have, if the good Lord gives us life moving forward, let's take the opportunity to build off what we did the day before or recognize that we might not have taken the steps that we did yesterday. Tomorrow's a new day. Yesterday is over. You get what I'm saying? Especially in this quarantine time, even though every day might seem the same or it's a repetitive or these days may come off as being repetitive. The last 24 hours are behind us. We have a new 24 hours in front of us. What are we going to do with that time? Excuse me. Lastly, I want to say, don't worry about the message. I'm sorry. Don't worry about the message. The message will speak for itself. All right. But I also should say, don't worry about the messenger. <laughs> the message will speak for itself. One thing that won't change your life is we're always going to be presented with information. Sometimes we don't like the information Simply because who we are receiving the information from. You get what I'm saying? So we overlook all the possibilities that life have to offer, has to offer, when we don't listen to the message because we don't like the messenger. Sometimes in life, you're going to have to sit and listen to someone that you don't want to listen to. And that doesn't mean that they don't have viable or valuable information that can be used. You get what I'm saying? And we can find ourselves repeating. We can find ourselves chasing our tails because we're looking for an answer 
instead of listening to the answer when it's available. <laughs> we have to stop looking in familiar areas to find unfamiliar answers. You get what I'm saying? And that's just important for us to at least consider when it comes to things in life that won't change. The message is always around us. We have to turn up our frequency and hear the message, regardless if it's coming from um, a gospel station or atheist station or anything in between. Because as long as the message is clear and the message is understandable, we shouldn't worry about who it's coming from. Now, let me backtrack a little bit. Am I saying that you're supposed to listen to anybody with the mouth? <laughs> no. Are you supposed to listen to anybody who has a popular platform? No. What I'm saying is that you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Take whatever is necessary. Take whatever information is valuable, valuable to you and leave everything else. <laughs> leave it where it is. Just because it's what they call unconventional doesn't mean it doesn't have any validity to it. All right. And I had to learn that myself because it was a point when I was coming across this information. I only wanted to get information from melanated authors or melanated sources. And it was cool for a while until I realized that if I really want to affect change, I have to be able to listen to other forms of information. And even if I don't necessarily agree with the person on a personal level, it doesn't mean that I, can t I can't take some parts of that information and manufacture it or makeshift it in a way that can best fit me. So there's a lot of things in life that won't change, but holding a grudge won't give you the hopes that you look for. Yesterday is over. And you're always going to be accountable for someone. And as long as, excuse me, as long as we have those ideas in place, we should have not only a successful life, but a prosperous one as well. On the other side of this break, we're going to close out this conversation. Yes, family, had enough. Don Tolliver featuring Quavo and Offset. To close this out, family, we're going to talk about fear. 2020 has been nothing but a fear-mongering campaign. If you're unfamiliar with the term fear-mongering, fear-mongering is an action of deliberate arousal of public fear or alarm about a particular issue. So let's think about what we've been fearful of of 2019 mental health physical health police brutality 45 saying ignorant things to allow people to feel as though they can act and talk in any manner that they want to 
excuse me, those are all fear-mongering tactics or examples of fear-mongering. And we have to understand that fear is a tactic used to change the behavior of people. For fear to be effective, for fear to effectively change behaviors, excuse me, it must associate with different emotional experiences of hope. All right. Hope is a drug within itself. Um, some people will feel, feel as though that some aspects of religion sells hope. All right. It's not necessarily the answer that they're giving you. It's just more so saying that, oh, just believe, have hope, have faith that one day it will work out. When we're constantly living in fear, we rely too much on hope instead of action. So if we're constantly in fear for our lives, we will hope that change will come. We will hope that people would do the right thing instead of demanding what we what is deserved. 2020 outside of fear itself, 2020 has for me given me what is called a realization. It's given me an opportunity to see exactly what is being shown to us and how to effectively address it. We can't effectively effectively address anything if we're in constant fear. When we're in constant fear, it takes a lot of our energy. It takes a lot of, it becomes distracting, I should say. Outside of the fact that we're not making the be our best decisions because we're afraid of the outcome or we're fearful of the outcome, but we're not even thinking about how this fear is affecting everyone around us and everything around us. When threatening information is followed by meaningful use of hope, this creates an emotional drive associated with a greater motivation to change habits. Look at what we call the new norm. With all this fear that is around us, we've created some new normalities. You know what I'm saying? Wearing a mask, being six feet, social distancing. On our last installment, we talked about precautionary principles, where precautionary principles are put in place to keep us safe, but in all actuality, it's creating new risks. It's creating new norms. And now what we find ourselves, where we find ourselves most is in, a, in the midst of a change. And some of us are going against the grain. Some of us are rolling, as they say, with the punches. And I want the family to understand that if we are in constant fear, we aren't making the best decisions. If we are in constant fear, we're not processing the information effectively. Excuse me. Um, there's been a scientific study that shows that repeated messaging breaks down the walls of the subconscious. So if the message that we are constantly being bombarded with is fear this, fear that, stay in your house, stay six feet away, stay away from this, that, and the third, we are subconsciously suppressing. We are subconsciously inheriting negative aspects of ourselves or negative aspects about life. That's what fear does. We can't live our life in fear. The more fear that they increase, the less understanding we have. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because we're no longer thinking things through. We're, we're trying to only rationalize our decision, making, our decision making based on the amount of fear that we have in our bodies or in our heart. And I don't want to 
bombard us or berate us with a bunch of negativity without presenting some solutions because here at 30 talk we're all about solutions we have to make sure that if we are presented with any type of fear that there's always a solution there's always a positive solution but sometimes in those fearful moments we don't see the positivity kind of building on what we talked about earlier we have to shine light on what is not true so we can build on the positives we can't do that when we are in fear we can't find balance and equality in our lives if we're constantly in fear. And as long as the opposition is using this fear-mongering tactic, an action of deliberate arousal of public fear or alarm about a particular issue, as long as we fall victim to fear-mongering, we won't be as level-headed and clear-minded as we would like to be. And I just kind of want us to sit with that information and see how we can best combat this fear mongering that the opposition is putting in front of us that's all i got for us good family tonight i want to encourage us to build on our positives to shine light on our negatives and to find an equal balance in life i'm your host him not them and if you really want to have this conversation with me you gotta talk to me 30 peace to face the music i know they gon' bum rushes we gotta keep on moving i got introduced to slanging and i keep on choosing it i see the helicopters moving in i thought if you took a loss you just lose the win crawling on the floor trying to get the dope flush it down the toilet for they give me with the folk <laughs> they did the all sweet couldn't even go to sleep a lot of my family members got got